Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Recent Eats. I'm your host, Aishwarya Iyer. I'm so excited to be here today with a lovely, wonderful friend of mine named Eunice, who is the CEO of Material. Hi, Eunice. Hi, how are you? I'm so good. How are you? I'm well. Thanks so much for having me on. Oh my God. Thank you for being on. We both have food companies in our own ways, but very different in terms of what we do. It's similar, but then it's also so different. So I'm so excited for you to share a little bit about yourself and a little bit about material and also tell us like where you're calling in from so that we can ground ourselves in like, hey, she's in X city. This is what I know to expect. So I am calling in from Manhattan. So we are actually in the Flatiron area of the city, for those of you that are familiar with New York. But I'm originally from San Diego. So I am in my heart of hearts, really a California girl and also a lover of Brightland as a result. And yeah, I have been in New York now for, God, maybe 15 years. I have two beautiful, fun daughters that keep me going in life. A husband who loves to cook, so he's the perfect tester of all material items. And an amazing co-founder named Dave, who has been my business partner for almost five years. We're actually celebrating our fifth year this year. So it's been really, really exciting. Wonderful. And tell us a little bit about Material. Yes. So Material, if you were to think of it as anything, we like to say it's all about having practical indulgences in your kitchen. Um, Things that make you feel uh, not only great and effortless while you're cooking, but things that you just fall in love with and you're like, oh my God, where's that knife? Or where's my favorite cutting board? Or where's the pan that I use every morning to fry an egg? We design all of those items in-house and we really pride ourselves on developing high quality, long lasting things that will, will, will really stand the test of time in your kitchen. I have to say, and I, I'm not saying this because Eunice is a friend, I have materials, kit, cutting boards, I have some knives and they really are phenomenal. Like the knives that I use, the material knives that I use when I'm cutting an apple or cutting celery, it's so different, so much sharper, so much sleeker than any of my other knives. So anyway, I I love Thank your you. company. I love the product so much. And since everything revolves around food, Recent Eats, Material, and Brightland, let's talk a little bit about the role that food plays in your family life. Do you guys like on a weekday rotation, like, are you, are you guys cooking every night? Are you a cook at stay at home and like, let's all cook together type of family? Are you a let's go out and eat family? Yes. So we are a very, very food centric family. I think some of it stems from the fact that I grew up with parents who owned restaurants So food has always been at the center of just my family, whether it's with my mom and dad or now with my husband and kids. We're a little bit, because we have kids, because both my husband and I work, um, during the week, we do our best to have homemade meals. Mainly my husband and I and the girls, we usually eat before we're even home. But on the weekends, we do make a really concerted effort to try and cook together. 
especially fun with my older daughter because she's about eight and she loves to cook. She loves to bake. And so now she's able to do prep work in the kitchen, which is actually really incredible. I know. So she like trimmed a whole bowl of green beans the other day. And, you know, for her, it's not even a chore. It's just time spent together doing something that we And yeah, we are just, we talk about food all the time. I think 90% of the conversations I have with my husband are probably like, what should we eat this week? What should we do this weekend around food? So food is very, very, very important to our family. I would love to hear what kind of restaurants did your parents own? And did you participate in that at all? Did you work there? Did you spend time with them there? Yeah. Yeah. I spent a lot of my early childhood in the restaurant. My parents, although we're Korean, opened a Chinese food restaurant in San And it was really interesting on many levels. I think one being a part of the restaurant world and just seeing the hustle and bustle of customers come and go and just the inner operations and, you know, walking through the swinging door and seeing the the fire of your walk, like jump out at you and just smelling all of the different smells that would come through the kitchen. I mean, that was just like sensory overload, I think, for a kid. And then it was also kind of interesting to, I think, even maybe a little bit more culturally or racially, because, you know, we are not Chinese American, we're Korean American. And just, I think in, you know, the mid 80s to late 80s, there wasn't really a distinction between a lot of the Asian American ethnicities or just even backgrounds, I should say. And so, yeah, it was, it was very odd also being in an experience where people would call my dad like Mr. Rock and I, and I wouldn't really know what to make of it as a young child. But all I knew was that, you know, that it was a really magical place that family friends would come to and neighborhood people would come to. And my dad took such pride in what he was doing, even though by, by education, he's, he's actually an engineer. So it was not even something that he was trained to do, but he did it when he immigrated from Korea kind of as a, as a gig and then ended up building out a business of his own. Fast forwarding to our food diaries now. Can you tell us what is a Wednesday, you know, we're in March right now. Like what does a Wednesday look like for you when you wake up, you got your girls, like what's the food situation? Oh gosh. Wednesdays are a little crazy because it's the one day actually as a company that we all work from home. So it's a little bit of a frenetic day. This Wednesday in particular, I just celebrated my 40th birthday the weekend before. So Happy I had a birthday, ton of- birthday, Eunice. Thank you. Thank you. So I had a ton of just leftovers because we had friends flying in from all over. And of course, everyone wants to have that classic New York bagel. So I think I mm. scarfed down like half a bagel from over the weekend and of course ran out of cream cheese. So, you know, one side had cream cheese and then I quickly like soft scrambled an egg for the other side, but I'm a huge breakfast person. So I always, always, always have breakfast. Yeah. And then I love making up pour over coffee every, every morning. It's like a little mini ritual and the girls have already gotten out of the house. They're at school. You know, I got them dressed. My husband took them. They were fed. Everything happens before, well before eight o'clock in my house. So breakfast is, yeah, a moment for me just to have like a a minute to myself. And usually the place is quiet so I can really enjoy my pour for coffee and whatever I've whipped up. 
What do the girls eat for breakfast? I love hearing what kids <laughs> eat. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, it, it's different between the week and weekdays. Okay. Or, sorry, weekdays and weekends. So weekdays, it's just like whatever they are feeling like, whether it's pancakes, which I'll actually freeze in advance. Like I'll batch them and just pop them into the microwave just so they have something. We'll fry up an egg. Um, my older daughter has just a great palate and she always wants to grate like Parmesan cheese on it and put some truffle seasoning or something. She's very, oh my she's very fancy. And then on the weekends, you know, it's interesting lately, I think, because we've been really in like a comfort zone of just like craving things that comfort us through food. We'll make things that we had growing up ourselves. So there's like a Korean egg that's almost like a chawanmushi type dish. And you can have that with some rice and we'll make that in the mornings on the weekends and kind of have it as as almost like a brunch brunchy item and it's good because the girls love it it's super high in protein and it just soothes dan and and myself coming out of the crazy week i love that so much so coming back to wednesday what does lunch look like what did lunch look like on wednesday fast I think I threw a salad together with what was in the fridge. Just like, you know, when you do those kind of clearing of the shelves salads and you just chop everything that you have in your drawers that's left over and you just kind of put something together. And I see my favorite thing is, though, I always have somewhere a little container of Castro olives. It's like my favorite thing. And so I'll, I always smash them and chop them up and then put them in salad because it gives it just like that really beautiful richness. And of course, I have my, my Brightland olive oil and my vinegars and kind of whip something up. But that's usually my Wednesday lunch because I'm at home so I can do something, you know, quick and easy, but also pretty healthy. What was in the salad that you made on Wednesday? I also love having canned tuna. So I always have like a stack of cento, you know, olive oil tuna somewhere. So yep. I put that in. I think I had some like romaine leftover that I just chopped up the olives. as, And then we had just some carrots and celery and radishes leftover from the weekend from like a big crudite spread that we had. So threw all that in and then just whipped up my own vinaigrette and tossed it all together. Okay. So let's go back to Wednesday afternoon. What What happened next? So I actually forgot earlier, I think it was in between one of my calls and like another call, I started prepping for dinner. So again, I was being very efficient on Wednesday. And we were making a Korean, it's like a soybean-based soup called tuenzangzike. And it's just the most hearty, comforting, I, I guess, stew. And so it, has, yeah, it, was, so it has potatoes in it, zucchini. We like putting some mushrooms in it tofu, onions. You can put some type of protein. We usually add a little bit of beef. And then it's the soybean paste. And you can also add a little heat to it with jalapenos or tuzang, which is like a, a red bean spicy pepper. And it's just something, I think again, because we had like, we're playing host and doing all this fun stuff the weekend before, like Dan and I just craved comfort in a bowl. And so whenever we have weeks like this, this is the dish that we make. We make tanjang together and it will also last a couple of days. And it's one of those stews that every time you heat it up, it like almost gets better and better because like the mm. flavors get deeper and deeper. The potatoes start to break up a little bit and it just thickens the soup in a different way. So 
you just have it with some rice and some little Korean panchan side dishes. And it's, it's just, it's the best. Okay. Now we're moving into the next day, Thursday. Tell us start to finish what you ate. Yes. So Thursday, I took up my daughter to school. And for some reason, I had this ridiculous craving for a breakfast taco. I think it's maybe like the San Diegan in me. I just, I was like, today I have to have a breakfast taco. I don't know what it is. So I ended up going to to get one from King David. They have these little cute carts all through the city. Madison Square Park has one and they have some in a couple of coffee shops in the city. So I got one of those and it was egg with like potato and cheese. And it was just, again, like super comforting, super the best, um, the best, the best, the best, the best. best. Yes. You mix the two salsas, the green, the red, mm. and it was just everything. And then I had it with a big coffee. So good. What did the rest of the day turn out to look like? Came back to the office and just kind of worked. I felt like until I was a little bit cross-eyed. And then I looked at my business partner day when I was like, I got to go. I got to go home. I hugged my girls because there's nothing better than having a long frenzy day in the office. And it all just like melts away the second that I walk in the door. So they just run over. They give me big hugs. We talk about their days. And yeah, they always also, I think because they eat dinner earlier with our nanny, they always want like a second dinner. So I feel like as I was heating up my dinner, which was just like some leftover tendenziga from the night before, they were really excited to also take a few spoonfuls, which is fun because it is a little spicy and they're really working on their spice palette right now. So they're doing very well. That's fantastic. They're not in like beige food mode. No, they both, I mean, we're so lucky. They are pretty adventurous in what they like to eat. I mean, they definitely like certain things and don't like others, but I really attribute my husband like, when Hadley was younger, he would just open up the spice cabinet. And like one of their favorite activities was she would smell a spice and they would taste it together and she would say whether she liked it or not. And it was just like a little random afternoon activity they would Wait, do. That's but, so cute. I want to do oh that my God, for myself. I just feel like it really introduced a lot of different flavors at an early age. And I think because of that, she's less afraid if it has like a flavor. A lot of the time, kids, they don't like certain foods just because they they like kind of more of like a, a very specific, maybe just like a salty flavor profile, but they don't right. actually know what something with like more umami tastes like or smokiness or some spice to it. Right. Totally. We're going to do a quick rapid fire where yes. I ask a few questions and as, as quickly as possible, if you want to share your response or your thoughts, that'd be amazing. Okay. Best meal you've eaten this year. This little place in in Reims in France called Aubin Manger. Oh my God. That's that so sound wow. Okay. Favorite restaurant in New York City. I God, that's such a tricky one. I feel like whenever we go out to eat, it's always something occasion-based, because otherwise we'll just whip it up at home. So I'd say right now it's probably Oichimi or 63 Clinton. Both are new restaurants in the city. They are delicious. Both of them just got their first Michelin stars. And the staff and the team behind both restaurants are absolutely incredible and so amazing. So I'm huge, huge, huge fans of both. 
Favorite meal of the day? Breakfast. It's the only time to myself throughout the day. So I'd say breakfast for sure. Well, what's a food that you would eat for the rest of your life and get all the nutritional benefits you need to, but you would eat it every single day? God, I would say, I mean, it's got to be something Korean. I can eat Korean like all the time. So be like a Korean soup or stew. Like I could eat kimchi jjigae all the time. And that's like a bold bowl of flavors and stuff. But again, it's just, it's so, 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 so good. So something like that, something where it's like vegetables and flavors all mixed together in a bowl. And to round it out, what is your perfect idea of a sweet treat? Probably a slice of banana cream pie. I love banana cream pie. Oh, it's so good. I, oh my God. I've not had a banana cream pie in so long. And now you're making really? me hungry for one. Eunice, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It means the world to me. And I say this every single time, but I'm now hungry and it's time to go eat. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Recent Eats. We're an independent podcast that's truly a personal passion of mine. And so I want to thank and shout out our producer, Evan Lindsay. I would greatly appreciate if you could rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. To stay up to date with future guests, follow us at Recent Eats Pod on Instagram. And you can find me on Instagram at Hello Aishwarya. See you next time. Mm-hmm.